What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And you know what? I haven't brought Petty Roosevelt out in a while, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. Like, just check this out with me. Go for the Bulls. Up by six. Okay, so I do that, yes, to be petty a little bit, but also I do that to highlight, and this is one of the first things that I want to talk about um, in this game, is that as basketball fans, we tend to come up with like, the and, oh, well, our team would be undefeated, our team would be 3-0 and if this and that, but then ignore that when it comes to the other team as well. So when the Clippers fans that came into the comments, like, hey, shout out, because most of them, they weren't crazy, they were just supporting their team, which you guys should. Like I said, I do that to just be silly more than just straight up petty, but um. The thing with it for me is that, you know, the Clippers fans who said, well, the Clippers could have been undefeated and they're their their version of Golden State. There's no way that the Bulls, all that stuff. I think people forget that the Bulls have been, other than one game, of course, the game against the Golden State Warriors, the Bulls have been in every game that they've played this year. They could have, they could have won every game that, other than that um, down the stretch and look like they were in some of, some of the games as well. So when when people come in, the, in into the comments and say things like, Oh, well, the clips could have been this, or you're underestimating the clips. I specifically did say that I like I do feel the Bulls are a better team. Like flat out. I feel the Bulls are a better team than the Clippers. Now, this game, regardless of what the the score was at the end, was closer than it looked. It always seemed like the Clippers were going to start marching back. They kept it close. Um, we had a big league basically the whole game for the most part. And um, we won every quarter. Uh well, no, we won the first and the last quarters. Um, they actually won the second and third quarters, but it it this this was this was a good game. This is what you want to see amongst competition. And the reason why I say overall, the reason why I say I believe that the Bulls are a much better team than than the Los Angeles Clippers was just because I think we have. And again, I know the Clippers fans were quiet this. I'm talking about with the teams that they were they were projected to have this season. We knew Kawhi wasn't going to play. The Bulls are a better team. The Bulls have the better players. Zach Levine to me is a better player than Paul George is. And he and he and he can come in the clutch better. And and DeMar DeRozan, well, no. That now that is a fandom moment. Let me let me address that. Paul George historically has been a much better clutch player than Zach Levine, but um I think that that's kind of even now. Like this is a different version of Zach. And Zach has been way more consistent with his efficiency the last two years, even though this year hasn't shot the ball the best from three, but that that's been turning around. But also just DeMar DeRozan, the fact that Zach has a partner in DeMar DeRozan and, you know, even some of the Bulls fans comments in the, in, in the last couple of videos, it really seems like I hate this this thing that we go through as Bulls Nation where it, it, it really is depending on if we won or, or if we won or lost the last game, how like people completely turn some of their opinions on Zach and, De, and DeMar and you know, it, 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 it comes right. This is my first year of being a YouTuber and talking about like I've been in Bulls forums and everything for years talking about my team. But this is the first time that like I've had a platform that talks about the Bulls. So there's some of it kind of surprises me at times. But, you know, it is it is what it is. But let's get into the, the nitty gritty in this game. The fact of the matter is, is that the Bulls and the Clippers match pretty well in almost every stat uh, this game. The Bulls did out rebound them by one. Um, the, uh, the Bulls had 19 assists, whereas I think they had 16 assists. Uh, the turnover difference was pretty close as well. The Bulls had 15 turnovers. The Clippers had 19 turnovers. This was a pretty even game. And that's why I say it's not always in the box score um, that that just tells the full story of the game. Uh, Eric Bledsoe hit uh, every open shot that he had. Like it, it, and there was times where um, 
like he, he would hit some big shots and it seemed like the momentum would swing, but then Zach would come back and, and hit some shots or, or do some things there. Uh, we matched them at every level. And they, you know, even though Paul George didn't shoot the best percentage, this is how the Bulls are going to win. And this is what I said in the game. Uh, I know I said it in the game against Dallas, but it's really been a, a sticking point. And what I've said, it's not about the overall number of points they score. They're, a player like Paul George, who is as important to everything that the Clippers do, is going to score points. But you can make those points that he scores not effective. And this is the thing. If the Bulls ever stop fouling uh, or, or getting these players to the line, you would see even more uh, of a point differential with with their star players. For example, in this game, Paul George is 7 from 25 from the field, only 2 for 10 from 3. But he was 11 for 11 from from uh free throws which he's he's going to hit his free throws and that's where a lot of his points came from but outside of that uh 11 rebounds four assists one steal one block and three turnovers from paul george paul george did a solid game like yes he wasn't scoring efficiently but he did everything else out there eric bledsoe as well like i said already um reggie jackson had some moments as well too and i i I underestimate reggie jackson all the time like throughout his whole career and i'm not saying that he's like a star or anything but reggie jackson is a player that will make you pay um and and a lot of nba players are now let's talk about our bulls our bulls demar Derozan with 35 points zach levine with 29 points uh at one point they put up a stat like are demar and and levine going to combine for more than 50 points that wasn't even in question by like halftime uh, if they were going to get to that point and not with the momentum and the way that the, the game was going. But DeMar with a highly efficient night, uh, one for three, uh, I'm sorry, one one for one from three pointers, uh, 12 for 16 from the field overall and 10 for 11 from free throws. Uh, he had a plus minus of plus 14. Um, the turnovers for the starters were 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 a pretty big uh, story in this game. And, you know, this was the first time that we changed the starting lineup. Alex Caruso was in that starting lineup today. And this is why I say for people who are wondering how Kobe White's going to get minutes, um, Billy Donovan is not hesitant to put out a bunch of guards out there. He never has been, never will be. Um, and that was a surprise, you know, that he, that if, if anyone who was going to get the start, it was going to be Alex Caruso. I just think with what he brings from the bench, it's, it's needed, but it worked. Um, it worked defensively for them. Um, it, that more than anything, it helped them get turnovers. Um, it also helped get Lonzo in the game um, a little bit more at certain points. Like, Lonzo didn't shoot efficiently again tonight, but it was nice to be able to see Lonzo, um, you know, be able to take more shots within the flow of the game. That's what they need, especially with Vooch being out. So what they did and what the Bulls, um, I think their goal was this game that made it interesting is that to replace Vooch's shooting and playmaking, they brought in another guard rather than look for a big to do it. They brought in another guard, started the three guard lineup, which they have been because Javante Green is a guard as well. But they 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 tried to counteract that that loss of shooting and passing in their starting lineup by bringing Alex Caruso in. And it was a, it was a I, I wouldn't have guessed that that's what they were doing. I just because of Alex Caruso's importance to the bench, I really did not expect that. Now, Alex Caruso didn't score a lot still uh, two for 11 from the field, one for five from three point three-pointers so it wasn't a efficient night for him at all but he was still plus 16 had seven points had nine rebounds five assists and three steals for Alex Grusso in his first start as a Chicago Bull um yeah and it, you know it worked and this was a team that they could do that on you can't you can't put out this lineup against every team will Billy Donovan still try I guess we, that remains to be seen for what the Bulls do tonight but um overall it, you know it worked Javante Green had a really good night as well like his his efficient that's why Javante Green is going to be a player on this team regardless of what like whatever if he's starting not starting because 
Javante Green just brings that energy and that consistency, whether it's defensively, whether it's just being active. It's not always going to be scoring. He scored nine points in this game. Not always going to be even scoring that much, but just the impact that he he makes himself feel. And Derek Jones, Derek Jones Jr., I, I get more and more impressed with him almost every game I see him play. Um, not that I was ever down on Derek Jones Jr., but again, not just in the box score, what he does in, in space and positioning and keeping his head up um, on defense. Like there are Go back and look. There are very strong similarities to the way that Lonzo plays off-ball defense that Derrick Jones Jr. does as well. He's He seems to always be around a loose ball, always be in the right position. Um, and again, yeah, sometimes he, he falters or whatever, but Derrick Jones Jr. is just, he's a player. And you, you can't deny that um, at all, I think, in looking at this team. Uh, Io with 19 minutes, you knew he was going to play more minutes, especially with Alex Caruso moving on into that starting lineup. Didn't have the most effective night either um, from our bench. I'm just really excited to see what this, how the, it transforms this bench with having Kobe White there. Um, something that we did get news of is that Kobe White is now available. Uh, the only reason I think that I read, and I, I don't know how legit this was, but the only reason he didn't play to, last night was because the Bulls are, were going into a back and back. So I'm excited to see what Kobe White does. Um, more so like how he plays off the ball. Like I said, I don't expect him to be the scorer that we think that he can be right away. I just don't expect it after being out as long as that he, as he has. I've been wrong about other things, but I'm excited to see like how him and having the threat of Kobe White out there, him playing off the ball, him him moving, being active, hitting a few shots, how that opens up things. As much as people, and me too included, are questioning like where does Kobe fit with the rise of Alex, uh, sorry, Io DeSumo, uh, DeSumo, I always say his name wrong, um, but I really do think that having a, a scoring threat like that of Kobe out there may free some things up, especially if the Bulls go back to three guard lineup on the bench. Hell, there could be it could be a situation in which we technically have four guards out there from our bench. Think about it. Io, Caruso, White, and Javante Green. Think about it. Think about it. Um, but yeah, so coming into that, that that's just really my thoughts on this game. The Bulls played a solid game. These are the wins that they need. Uh looked great out there the whole way through. Um, and this was just this was a, a good game. This is one of those games that you watch and you're you even if you're fan, I would think if you're fans of either team, you got a good game tonight. Your team. Yes. Anytime a team loses, it means they didn't do some things right. But at, at all, like it wasn't it wasn't as bad as it looked like a 10 point victory in the in the in the long haul. Like it, this game could have easily, easily been much closer than that um, to end this game. And just a good solid game from our Bulls, and um, we got uh, the Lakers coming up next. Um, it's it's going to be a fun game, regardless of LeBron plays or not. It's going to be a fun game to watch, um, and we know players like to show up anytime they're in the Staples Center. And so uh, that, that that's that's I, I'm gonna it's, to see what De Demar and Zach uh, do on this stage. Um, it's going to be televised on NBA TV. It's just going to be a fun fun thing to watch from our Chicago Bulls. So. Uh, let me know down below what are some of the keys that you're looking out for in that Bulls game, um, in the Lakers game, I should say. How did you feel about this game overall? What do you think about that starting lineup, of that three-guard starting lineup of moving Alice Caruso to, to the starting lineup this game? Let me know all that down below. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And like I like to end every video on, go Bulls. I love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break, Break Media. Media.